0: Come on everybody, it's the inside trip So crack a high life and take a sip On that T-I-T, get up and scream And you can spell it backwards, you know what I mean Your boy Brando in the house tonight Gonna lay it down smooth and keep it tight When Ben Watson gets on the mic You better get ready cause he brings the hype It's about that time you already know That nasty trip, this nasty flow The inside trip, that
1: is the show Don't wind up on your back bro. Oh what's up wrestling fans we are back the inside trip wrestling podcast coming at you with episode number 68 You know me I'm Brando join with me as always the main man the law Ben Watson What's up Benny boy what up what up what up How you been my man
0: good buddy good it's uh week two of the NCAA wrestling season and uh, You know it didn't disappoint
1: Love it you doing all right doing great how are you doing oh you know still I am tighter than the pants on will I am okay all I'm right. good I'm good I I'm feeling better this week
0: oh good you good. don't got to pick up the slack for me <laughs> had a nice weekend all right if I don't got to pick up the slack for you all right
1: <laughs> oh you're gonna get hammered aren't you um, all right right <laughs> no
0: no um yeah man I, I unfortunately didn't get to watch as much wrestling as I wanted to this weekend which is doing a ton of shit around the house, but I did get to, you know, peep some glimpses at some matches. Got to check out the Buckeyes a little bit, and uh, you know, got to catch up on a little bit of the stuff on the back end as well. So, so I'm I'm excited. I am excited.
1: Well, there was definitely a lot of wrestling going on this weekend. Some interesting results. Some good action. Can't wait to talk about it. But before before we dive into it, let's take care of that business as always. As I said, the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. This is episode number sixty eight. Find us on Twitter at The Inside Trip 1. Go out there. Give us a follow. We got a Facebook page. It's The Inside Trip. It's Ben's responsibility. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, check that out. Give it a like.
1: <laughs> yeah. We even got an email address. If you want to send us an email, it's The Inside Trip 1 at gmail.com. And you Sh- know what? Shit,
0: we got an email, and I forgot to respond to it. We Mike got an
1: We got an email couple of weeks ago and I think we forgot to uh, shout him out. It was Michael Cooper. Mr. Cooper. Mr. Cooper. Hang in, Hanging. Hanging with Mr. Co- Cooper. Yes, Our boy uh, Ed Hebb's Coworker worker and Ed friend.
0: Hebb. Ed Hebb. Yeah. Ed Hebb. Those are my two Esquire boys. Right. Both fellow attorneys that have turned uh, or fellow wrestlers that turned into attorneys. Anyway at wanna
1: shout out Michael Cooper for sending us that uh, very, very very um, uh, nice email even though you are a Penn State fan we will not yeah, hold he's it a against Penn State you fan. We, I think we have more Penn State fans that listen to us than anything else. I think they just like to listen to our misery and agony.
0: Well, that too. Plus, their, their team's so damn good. Let's be honest. It's fun to talk about them.
1: We're not going to talk about
0: them today. I mean, I like Penn State. We'll
1: probably talk about them.
0: Oh, I'm talking about them. What's up with that lineup, baby? What's Ooh. up with that lineup?
1: Um, so anyway, thank you, Mr. Cooper, for the email. We appreciate it. As always, our boy Mike Hollum sent us an email as well. Love hearing from Mr. Hollum. Thanks again. Mike,
0: and I'm going to uh, email you back while I'm on this podcast, so look for it. Uh, Tomorrow, and you'll be like, "Oh, he was sending it while he was on the podcast." You got something to say? I don't know. Say thanks for the email.
1: There you go. I don't even think you need to think you need to email it now.
0: Oh, all right, Mikey. Uh,
1: And look, if you're listening to the podcast, you know where to find it. So, um, all that we ask is if you like us, why don't you go out and give us a little, a little rate review, maybe a subscribe, download, all that good stuff. Um, So, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. All right, Ben, you ready to talk some wrestling? Let's do it. there's so many places that we can start. We can start with some negativity. We can start with some positivity. Negativity. How about we just start with a... Can, can we give some shout-outs real quick? Let's shout it out. All right, I got a couple of shout-outs. One, can we shout-out our boy, Coach Gerard Garnett and the North Dakota State Bisons. shout him out, baby. Unranked, knocking off ranked Northwestern in the dual match. Beating Northwestern. They did. 26-17. That's right, that's right.
0: Shout-out to... Uh, they got a couple dudes over there that can scrap.
1: You know what? They're looking good. They followed that up with uh, they just completely thrashed Northern Illinois. I think it was like thirty-six to four, thirty-five to four, something like that.
0: Well, I mean, I think it wasn't too long ago that you kind of put Northwestern and Northern Illinois kind of in a similar tier, right? A similar tier, Division One. Uh, you know, certainly not on the top half. Not too long ago, but I tell you what, what they're doing there, uh, North Dakota State's impressive because. You know, a lot. South Dakota State got a lot of pub last year And for good reason I think For good they, reason They finished above Oklahoma They Oklahoma's, had a national champ Right They finished, yeah they, they won some amazing dual mates And they finished above Oklahoma's freaking state At the NCAAs But, you know, North Dakota State isn't far off They've got a you know, their 133-pounder, Cam Secor, is solid. They got that transfer from Central Michigan, Brent Fleetwood at 125. Yep. You know, that dude's, uh, you know, he's qualified for the NTAs a couple times. They the got
1: heavyweight it. Mets, I mean, he's had so much success in Fargo. I think most of it's Greco-based, though. Um, a lot of success there. It was a big-time recruit. Look, they got some good guys. They're doing some good things. They've started the season off strong, so just want to shout them out. And we would be remiss if we didn't shout out. The newest Division One wrestling program, Cal Baptist, getting that first win over Cal Poly.
0: I saw the results. I mean, obviously, I didn't. I'd be lying if I said I watched the duel. But um, I saw that result, and like, I was excited and then scared because then I'm like, "Dude, I'm going to stick to the positive on this." All right, all right, right, let's just stick to positivity. Yeah, Cal Poly. Yeah, you know they're they're uh, they're an up and comer. (laughs) They're something, whatever. (laughs) You know they. (laughs) <laughs> um, good job, Cal Baptist right? Good
1: job, thank you, thank you, thank you They're about to wrestle Ohio State They are, this next weekend
0: That's going to be a fucking nightmare At 10 for them.
1: p.m. Is that I think the duel's on uh, That's got to be Eastern time, right?
0: Yeah, oh yeah oh. It's 7 p.m. out there It's out okay. in California Because then, then Ohio State travels to wrestle uh, Arizona State Yeah
1: How nice of uh, How nice of, You know, obviously yeah, Ohio State's making horn. the trip to take on Cal Baptist So how nice of them, you
0: know no, I mean, I think we've seen it with a lot of. Right. Per- They're going out there to wrestle Arizona. State They are. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but I think it's cool no, I mean, for yeah. them
1: to take that match, and,
0: and cool for Ohio
1: State to to schedule that meet.
0: Well, I think we saw that with um when, uh, all the way back when Penns when uh, I think it was Boston U was about to drop their program, and I think Penn State duelled them or something like something happened like that, and then Cleveland State brought their their team back, and Ohio State said, "Hey, we'll duel you." You know, it's good to, sh- to say that for these programs that are fringe and some of them are getting dropped, some of them, you know, for these big time, big time schools to say, we'll throw you a duel. That doesn't happen in other sports where Ohio State says, they
1: "Say we'll throw you a beating. Right. But I mean, it happens in football all the time, though, right? No, but not. Because, but those guys get paid, and also those yes, programs get paid. Those the lesser programs in college football get paid big dollars to to take on the likes of Alabama right. and Ohio State.
0: Well, that's a, that's a different reason, and those those programs aren't on the verge of being dropped. I'm talking about it's awesome that Division One head coaches are looking out for the sport by saying, "Cleveland State, you were about to be dropped, you were saved. You know what we're going to do for you, Ohio State? We're going to do an in-state dual meet with you." You know these big-time programs to get administrative support. Because now Cleveland State's head coach can say, hey, we just got a duel meet with Ohio State lined up. You know, we were about to be dropped. Cal Baptist is saying, hey, administration, thanks for supporting us. Guess what? We've got the number two team, returning number two team in the country coming out to duel us. How sweet is that? I mean, that's awesome. That just shows the tight knit of the wrestling community. I've thought about that for a a lot, actually. That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Alright, so uh
1: those are some shout outs right there. Um hey listen, U twenty three World Championships kicked off this weekend. Kicked off yesterday.
0: Yeah. Um More so- the same. <laughs> so I gotta be honest, dude. Oh dear. Look
1: <laughs> <I'm> with- <laughs> I'm sorry I went to track wrestling mm-hmm. And they've got this You know Big headline on track wrestling and it's like this video interview Of Coach Lindland, Like you know What the Greco team Was missing from day one Of the U23 World Championships Dude I don't even need to read Or watch that interview I know what you're missing The A same win? thing You're missing at every freaking r-
0: r- Tournament Wins 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 Yeah 0 for 5 but, 0 for uh, 5 it, well, Day one uh, I mean I'm <laughs> <laughs> Come on Well I mean Rebut it do you want to go back to, No if you want to go back And start talking Greco Look at that Filky interview That he did uh, After Worlds When he was basically Threw Lindland under the bus And was like dude he, The way we're training And the way that this thing Was scheduled was terrible It was not conducive To our abilities To perform at the highest level Which you gotta be able to do At a world championship You know Here's the thing The only medalist they had Was Adam Kuhn And there's no way Lindland can take credit for that not at all. I mean, Adam Coon was wrestling Kyle Snyder a couple months before that in the NCAA finals in folk style, which is much more similar to freestyle than it is Greco. You know, our 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 stable guys like Athilke, um, et cetera. You know, they didn't they didn't perform well. Kamal Bay was the only guy that had a decent showing other than that, and I think he was two and two and two. Um, and that dude is the truth for American Greco. So what the hell's going on? I don't know. Um, I do know one thing. It's a uh, Mm. It's, it's not the most exciting thing to watch When our dudes are out there doing it Except for Coon When you're Coon smashing people
1: Hopefully uh, men's freestyle And our, and our ladies can um, Can right the ship and at least get a little success For us this year You know we weren't very successful last year either At the U23 World Championships I think outside of Richie Lewis I'm not sure we really had a medal did we
0: IMR I, I, I didn't do well McKenna I think we lost McKenna
1: a pro- got a third did McKenna yeah, Brown, okay, yeah. and I think we lost a couple of bronze medal matches. Obvi- McKee you
0: know. went. McKee won juniors like dominant, and then he went out there and didn't do shit at U twenty threes. No offense to him. I mean, that's you know U twenty threes is a different ball game, but I think people were expecting him to like you know really dominate. Right, too. right,
1: right. So. Um, yeah. So, look,
0: McKee for Team
1: USA at the U twenty three World Championships, I guess after the start we've had, there's no place to go but
0: up. Bingo And I tell you what We got a little squad going over there You know Buckeyes got what Two dudes on the team Uh,
1: Let's see Colin Moore, Miles Martin Yeah Yeah
0: Yeah That's two dudes It's a squad right there You got anything on the women
1: um, I mean I'm excited to see some of our girls Who are wrestling over there I tell you The the one I'm most excited about I think uh, this year is um, Dominique Parrish We talked about her a little bit Last podcast you know, is she a
0: dude from uh, Simon
1: Fraser that dominated the hell out of everybody? She's not a dude, for one. Dude she, that. She, she is the girl um, from Simon Fraser. She was the 123-pound national champ last year. She absolutely dominated her All-Star Classic match. Um, and I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, if anybody even pays attention to women's wrestling, which you should be doing. I do. I um, do. She actually won the U23 World Team Trials. I don't think she surrendered a, sin- surrendered a single point throughout the entire tournament. So I'm excited to watch her scrap. we got some other people out there that it should I be think, fun to uh, watch. I think
0: Becca Leathers got on the team.
1: You would be correct, my friend. We also we got yeah. Becca Leathers, bronze medalist at the Senior World Championships in 2017.
0: Now, she lost to uh, Winchester? Winchester. Winchester um, at, at the trials, and that was kind of a shock to me. And then at Winchester
1: least. goes and wins bronze. Right, right. No, no, no. She took fifth. Fifth. She took so fifth She Winchester
0: didn't medal But it was a surprise to me That Winchester Because I, I didn't know much About Winchester You know and I was like Oh of Leather She's going to kind of Be a staple now Right And uh, Winchester rightfully so Won it and then Had a pretty damn good Performance at Worlds You know she didn't medal She probably won a little bit more uh, I mean she took she fifth had. In the world Right she,
1: she got she got in the medal match She lost um, Interestingly I didn't even
0: get pulled back Into shot When I was over there
1: it's crap
0: Anyways, Becca Leathers.
1: Interestingly enough, we actually have um, uh, two women with senior experience on this year's U23 team because uh, Forrest Molinari, who just competed at the Senior World Championships, I think she also took fifth.
0: I cannot speak to that
1: I think she also took fifth as well. um We'll be competing over at the u twenty three world championship, so I think our women have we got a really nice team with our women's team um obviously, we got some studs, some hammers on our men's freestyle team um and, and i and I think Greco is also still competing, so
0: um, dude, our women, all they do is get medals, seriously, they get medals on the senior circuit, they get medals, you know. I I mean they've been consistent They've been consistent They've been most consistent I think out of any team we've had
1: So let me ask you this Ben This is something I was thinking about Last week Um, So our women's Senior level team And just even age group level teams as well Seem to have a lot of success Um, The last probably You know five years or so Five six years our women's senior level team has really had s- some success.
0: I think they finished second or third every year.
1: So the Women's College Wrestling Association, the WCWA, is still relatively new. It basically got started early 2000s. Didn't really start picking up until um, 2008, 2009 roughly. Um, there's got to be a correlation between women's college wrestling that competes freestyle and our women's success internationally. On the senior circuit What do you think
0: I'm glad you brought this up Because I I I think that we're going to have A dichotomy position here Because I don't necessarily agree
1: I'm not saying It's not a reason Why our men Are not having success I'm talking about A correlation Of our women's success
0: Think of how rapid Uh, Think of the rapid growth Of our women's success Sure sure. Oh yeah No Okay I'm not making this uh, College No 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 no. Yeah I, I pick up exactly What you're saying now And oh absolutely I think that I think that well, I think that there's a, there's a multitude of reasons why our women are doing better. <laughs> One being that it's becoming more popular. Absolutely. Right? You know, it, it, it's the age-old saying of what if LeBron James played another sport? I mean, he would probably be an amazing – if he started with wanting to be a wrestler or a football player or a soccer player at the age of whatever, he would be elite at all of those things because he's an athlete. First thing you got to do is you got to get those athletes. So now what women's wrestling is doing is attracting athletes. I'm going to tell you right and, now. And those women wrestlers – I'm going to tell you right yeah, now.
1: LeBron James would not be the winning jockey on a Kentucky Derby horse. No,
0: LeBron James, his feet would drag <laughs> yeah. to, to the ground. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair point. Fair point. But, no, I, I think you're right. I think that now that women – but okay, so I'm not answering your question. Yeah, I think the fact that they're wrestling free, – wrestling freestyle 100% would only help in anything, even men's. But, but men are still, having, are still having such success That it's, it's not such a detriment That it's actually worth looking at at this point In my opinion no, I no, would no, wish no, they no, would no, look no. at it Because I'd rather have the men wrestle freestyle I think Women, there's some
1: tweaks that they could do In men's college wrestling To make it more advantageous for us on the senior You don't gotta go full freestyle A push out rule you know, I'll tell great. you what we, we bust David Taylor's nuts so much on this podcast but I, he, I'm not know, he, busting
0: he, any he, dude's nuts on this podcast he, I'll tell you that much right now You don't even bust your own nut So anyway right. um, You know he, right. he tweeted out something He <laughs> can't argue with that one <laughs> Can't argue with that one
1: You know he tweeted out something that basically said And I agreed with him on this That you know College wrestling would be wise to an adopt a push out rule Because it would force guys to learn how to wrestle in the center of the mat Which is
0: what you have to do in international wrestling If you don't You're going to give up some points well, and it also and forces I think that's to Learn how to actually re- Wrestle on the edge of the mat Rather than just get Pushed out and free re- You know A fresh start
1: uh, Of course I mean yeah. I get what you're saying yeah.
0: Anyway um, So yeah Long story short It absolutely is helpful For the women to be able To wrestle freestyle I think the biggest The biggest contributor To the fact that the women Are now um, You know Having success Having a great amount of success Is the fact that It's becoming more popular and we've always said on this podcast, and I will beat this ad nauseum, and I don't care. Guys, we're going to we're gonna move on to college wrestling here shortly. The way to save men's college wrestling is with women's college wrestling. You want to solve the Title IX issue along with not making it a significant amount more money from, from a dollars and cents standpoint? Men's wrestling, schools should adopt women's wrestling. you got the Title IX issue figured out. And also, you're growing the sport for both genders that's what's cool and that's what's up and that's the news
1: and knowing is half the battle
0: don't do drugs kids dare no
1: speaking of popularity of women's <laughs> where wrestling where
0: we going i don't know man
1: we're having a good time um yo speaking of that popularity of women's college wrestling though um recently it was announced that we have yet another program being added to the WCWA I can't keep up. that is, uh, I, it's UW Stevens Point, which I believe. And um, again, if I'm wrong on the statistic, please correct me. But and I'm sure some of you will. But I think this would make the 50th women's team.
0: There were 44 like last year when we were doing this pod.
1: There was 30 something last year.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah.
1: So no, we're gonna be up to to an even 50. That's great. I mean,
0: Tiffin landed this. I'm gonna tell you right now. In, in two
1: years, maybe three years, there will be as many. Women's college wrestling programs As there are men's D1 programs Bingo
0: Bingo The the thing that women have God we're going off on a way tangent Is you know When they make women's division When they make an NCAA division It's going to be all of the wrestling teams So they're going to have a division That's about the similar size as men's But some of those teams are going to be Like you said Stevens is it Stevens Point Or Tiffin and Tiffin just got a team mm-hmm. we, should, we gotta go check them out actually That would be awesome To take a trip up there um, Dude there's so many
1: There's so many Programs in Kentucky Within driving distance Good programs Campbellsville Cumberlands All those type of places I mean we, you can go down there And watch some good duels Yeah We might need a road trip Road trip I love road trips Yeah Alright Alright all right. Let's move on Alright So A lot of action this weekend Woo A lot of different places We can start um, you had Penn State made their debut, Iowa made their debut, Buckeyes were in action. We had the Journeyman Duels, the Bison open, all kinds of other stuff. What do you want to talk the about? The Ohio I'm
0: Intercollegiate friendly. Open.
1: I said yeah, Ohio State wrestled this weekend. Yeah. At the Ohio Intercollegiate Open.
0: Um, you know, let's do a little Penn State talk.
1: I like it. I like it. To be
0: it. honest with you, I wish I Guys, my computer's freezing up. Go ahead.
1: So, I mean, yeah. I mean, Penn State made their debut against uh, Kent State this weekend. Um, (laughs) I mean, it was all Penn State, as expected. Kent State got one win at 125 pounds. Listen, right now, look, Penn State's lineup is looking extremely solid right now, if you want to talk about their lineup. I think they're... Their one week spot, if you want to, their one week spot is at 125. Currently, that's For with Devin Schnupp. I got a feeling that we're going to see Gavin Teasdale in that spot eventually. I, I disagree.
0: Oh, I disagree. Okay, tell me. I think me it's going it. to be Brody Teskey. A little word on a little birdie okay. in a, Teske, a Little birdie in my ear. Teskey or Teasdale. A little birdie, in my ears telling me that it's going to be Teskey. Okay, either one though, either one. So, anyways, uh, yeah, my computer just completely crept to bed. It literally is doing a winky face at me, like it's laughing at me. Um, that's yeah. bad. That, that's real bad. Anyways, um, the I'm, question, the question, the question is, 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 you know, Penn State going to pull one of their red shirts? And it, uh, the answer is obvious. They're going to pull Teske's or Teesdale's red shirt because they don't have the room to be able to red shirt both of them. Teske's a little smaller, is my understanding. Teesdale you know very seasoned wrestler coming in High credentials um, You know he's taken some weird Losses in high school a couple weird Losses not a lot god I can count on Teske no Teasdale Teasdale um, You know I, I guess I'm just Speculating that I think it's gonna be Tesky. And I probably shouldn't have even said this to you because now it's a Fantasy I'm giving you some fantasy gifts here It's alright I think uh
1: Everybody's got birdies chirping in their ears And you've got one And you're saying Tusky. The point is Either way I don't think Devin Schnup is the guy Now With that said They can wrestle Devin Schnup all year long At that weight And they're still going to win the national title
0: Oh it's not even close
1: They could redshirt both of these guys They could You know 100% But I mean They won 9 out of 10 matches All 9 matches they won were bonus points I think all of them were pins
0: Except for 2 2 tech falls Um They do what Penn State does. Let's chat about a a couple things with Penn State, if you don't mind. I do. I do love their team. Juan Robin Bravo-Young, RBY, dude from Arizona, comes in, true freshman. They're starting. They're not playing the game. And, it's it's, you know, they're not playing the is he going to redshirt, is he going to start game. True freshman starting off the gate. I don't think they had a
1: choice with this guy. Okay. I really don't think they had a choice. And and I'm saying it's a bad thing. I think – I think Bravo Young is battle tested. Is battle tested as 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 they come. Um they're really thin at 125 and 133. Somebody had to start out the gate. I think he was a great choice for it. And, and he went out there and got the job done against a uh, Ohio guy Tim Rooney. You know Tim Rooney, I think was a
0: was was a state champ. State runner up, state runner up in Ohio. State runner up to I think Taylor Taylor maybe. Maybe I'm maybe I maybe I'm mixing it up. But Tim Rooney a day before that goes out and is leading almost the entire match against DeSanto and gets taken down at the end to lose. Well, now you got Ron Bravo Young okay, beating the one hell one out. Of Hold him.
1: on, okay. We're going transitive property here, I'm, I, and I'm not. I'm not even going to go down this rabbit hole love the transitive, with on this property, transitive property, property with them. Look, Tim Rooney got the first two takedowns against DeSanto DeSanto's pace, which is you know of legendary status, then proceeded to take over, and he won that match. He okay. did, but it was close. I okay. mean it was a legitimate no, match. I'm I'm not saying it wasn't, but at this point in the season I'm not reading. I am not gonna read too much into the Roman Bravo Young pins Tim Rooney and DeSanto needs a takedown at the end to beat Tim Rooney. To I me think, that does nothing.
0: Well I think it's more, it's more of the of the what I'm saying is that I think Roman Bra- Bravo Young is the truth. I think that the I think the reason why they pulled him, yes, it's because they're thin, but I also think they looked at the dude and was like, This dude's ready to go. One hundred percent. Yeah, this dude's ready to go. I agree with you. So now hell fuck, 133 is up. That's a brutal weight class, not just in the country, but also in the Big Ten. Absolutely. I mean, dude might have a losing record in the Big Ten going in the NCAAs, but it doesn't mean he can't doesn't mean he can't all American. I think that's I think that's smart. The other thing is they got Jared Verclaren at one forty nine. You know, they got Brady Berge, who's on that descent plan right now, right? That's gonna be an interesting little uh Determination that we're going to have to watch play out through dual meets of who's going to be the star, Jared McLaren, who was a cadet world champion, or Brady Berge, who I think was a junior medalist. <laughs>
1: I think ultimately it's going to come down to whether or not Berge can manage the weight, and I'm not so sure he Bingo. can. Bingo! I'm not so sure he can. I mean, okay, I think he's be sucking some weight, right? Right. I mean, it's well known that for him to make 149 and 149 consistently, he's going to be sucking a lot of weight, and I'm not sure that he's going to be able to do that consistently. You know, his first year as a as a D1 starter. You know, you know the grind, that D one grind, and and perform with the results at the end of the season. If Verclaren continues to wrestle like he did against Kent State, now, granted, it was against you know Cody Kamara, who is not on the same level, but right? He he's, a, he's, a,
0: he's more of a he's more of a Division one body, and, I, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, but you know, more of a guy that you oh. know Division one caliber can start for a team, but absolutely, he's, he's like a Ben Watson. He's better than a Ben Watson. <laughs> I'll tell you that much right now.
1: He's better than me. I'm pretty sure you could you could go a minute and twenty with Verclaren. You got Penn right now? 20. Hell
0: yeah, he ain't rolling my fat ass over. <laughs> I love it. Fuck love your it. clearing. I'm, I'm, kidding. I'm laying on the mat. Um
1: I'll tell you what, the most interesting thing in my opinion about Penn State's lineup, and this is where I think their conundrum yep. is going Here to be. Here we go, baby. Is uh at heavyweight. Because totally agree. you got on one hand, you got Neville's. He's an all American. Yeah. I think twice, right? Two time all American. Two times. Um, big guy, not a lot on his feet, very good on top. And now you got Anthony Cassar making that bump up from 197 to 285. Who's more
0: athletic, jacked? Is that Mr. Dagestan Bob's right there? Ooh, I'm not going there. I'm I'm not either. I'm I'm taking that. Taking that back. How the hell does he get so big though?
1: I was under the impression, based on what people were saying last year, that he was very big last year as well. All right. You know, I mean, he's just a big, no, muscular he, dude He was, he was jacked 97 I'm, I'm tongue-in-cheek in I mean, I'm telling you right now The thing. dude could have been on Jersey Shore And fit
0: <laughs> right in Oh, the Tony? Tony Kassar? <laughs> right down the street, yo um, that, See, that's the thing, But man. that's the conundrum with them Well, you know How do you not even everybody, And you go on the message boards And everybody's favoring Kassar And I'm like, dude You forget you got a two-time All-American gotta, yeah. In Neville's who, who did have surgery after the NCAA tournament? Ranked second in the country right now, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. To Sam Stoll's knee.
1: <laughs> the which one, a, the one is he is shot Twitter himself handle, in? Which
0: is a Twitter handle, Sam Stoll's knee. And I wish I owned it. <laughs> I wish I owned that Twitter handle. Can we start with Sam Stoll's gun? Sam Stoll's Oh, <laughs> Grassy Nolish, man. <laughs> but no, like, everybody jumped off the Neville's bag- bandwagon on the. P- all right, all you PSU fans that are on the BWI and loving it, that all listen to our podcast. Just know your Ohio boys over here are saying, I'm not so sure that Kassar is the starter. I think that Nick Nevels might be the dude. I mean, he's going to – right now, Nick Nevels can contend for a national title. You're telling me Kassar can? I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't know either. All I know is this. Um, One guy is a two-time All-American. Another guy has never started in the postseason.
0: Yeah, I, I, so and, I, and he said I, all, he said all the right things Kassar said all the right things He watched Penn State Media Day He says, hey, it's going to be a battle in the room You know, wrestle-offs are tough Hey, I've just been looking at guys like Jacob Casper and Kyle, Kyle Snyder To try to, you know, learn Jacob Casper
1: is a great Great comparison for Kassar Because that's exactly the type of heavyweight he is
0: But Casper was much smaller than him. I think people forget that Casper Because he had that flare-up of his crones Weighed in at 211 two eleven his senior year at the NCAA tournament and headlocked Mr. Knee. Right. But so I he's actually say, even smaller than but so. what I'm
1: saying is stylistically,
0: yeah. Body yeah.
1: type, I think
0: they're very comparable. Yeah, I oh yeah. Completely agree with what you're saying there. I, I think that it'll be interesting to see what Penn State does at heavyweight. Um I, I, I well we're gonna get into uh Ohio State's projected heavyweight a little later, but I'll tell you what i take I'd take Tony on our team this year. Oh, uh, 100%. I,
1: but if I'm calling it right now, if I, if I'm calling it right now without any inside knowledge, I I, I I find it real hard to see how how you sit Nevilles unless unless it's injury.
0: Yeah, and I and I unless yeah. it's in, because he Bingo. has
1: proven himself at the 285 pound weight class for the last
0: 2 years. And dude's a big body. Big body. Big body can move a little bit. So, Penn State, uh, they're going to be fun to watch this year. Um, I think once they fill out that 125 squad third spot, it's going to be ugly for anybody that wrestles them. You're going to have very good teams that get the shit kicked out of them by Penn State.
1: Ben, I mean, there's a legit chance Ohio State is one of them. I mean, I, and oh, I, my and I hate God. to say that. I hate to say that. Let's because... run it real quick. Let's not. I don't want to spend too much time on this. All right, cool. All right, but I mean uh, honestly. On, but I mean I honestly, you, I if you, you think about it, regardless who they throw out there at one twenty five minus Devin Schnupp, if they throw out Devin Schnupp, it's a battle. If they throw out Teske nah, or Teasdale. No
0: battle. If they throw out Devin Schnup son.
1: Well, you think he's gonna roll over Breck and Mead?
0: No, I think that either one of those dudes messes Devin Schnupp up. I think one of those I, dudes loses to so Can't Stay Boy.
1: I think it'll be a battle. Alright, I think it'll be a battle. Anyway, thirty-three. I gotta fa I gotta favor Pletcher.
0: Forty one. Yeah, you guys are
1: boy. You gotta favor McKenna. I think it'll be close though.
0: Oh sure. Forty nine, you're favoring Micah, and then it gets ugly. And then it gets ugly. And then it Like it ugly. always does. So Keyshawn Hayes, remember when he beat Rutherford last year? No. For the first minute? Yeah, I don't. I never saw Keyshawn Hayes get his hand raised against Rutherford. <laughs> Sixty-five, ugly. No, ugly. Seventy-four, ugly. ugly. Eighty-four. That's
1: us. Oh yeah, that's and, us. And, and,
0: and hey, hey, Penn State fans, don't even try to get it close to twisted. That's us. Maybe bonus. Yeah, I mean, they all, look Penn State fans. You may think they're dumb. They're
1: not. They all know why Nickel went up to ninety-seven. They was he was running from Mymar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Was that my
0: hot take for the week? I love it. I'm love kidding. It. I'm totally kidding. But, you know, you get on the boards and they're like, Shakur's going to cradle Mymar up. I'm like, Mymar tech fault Vens last year. He's got a, just as good of a cradle as Shakur. Ch- so that's Mymar by major, potentially. 97. I'm going nickel by either pin or he loses. But, <laughs> because Lord knows what's going to happen. No, I mean, I could see anything from a decision to a major there or you can always see a pin with nickel
1: but yeah no you're absolutely right and but you know honestly though aside from man we're just really talking some wrestling shit i love this um aside from the kyle connell debacle debacles at ncaa colin moore really hasn't shown a propensity to go to his back
0: right right okay
1: so i now if there's any guy in the Country at any weight that that can put him on his Back it's Bo Nickel oh it is 100%
0: yeah I'm thinking that's a decision to major With the outside possibility
1: Nickel's obviously the favor There oh that's Um, what I'm
0: saying yeah You
1: you never know what Could happen
0: at heavyweight look you gotta it's Penn State man there's just no way around it. it's Penn State but I think that I think especially I think it's I think Singletary can keep It close to a decision At this point Ben I see Ohio State winning three matches so you Got him at 33, 41, 49. 49, no,
1: eighty-four. Oh, and eighty-four. I'm sorry. So four that's matches four of the right. six.
0: Yeah. Okay. And no, um, bonus is where bonus is going to demolish.
1: Well, bonus is definitely going to demolish, but I mean even Ooh, and twenty-five. I, I'm not buying it. Yeah, you're
0: right. You're right. I'm, I'm not. not buy, I'm not. I don't buy either. Pence, either Ohio State guy against a guy like Teskey at this point. Or Teasdale. Yeah. Now.
1: Or even peppermint peppermint schnupp.
0: I mean, Millie kinds went in a Pepper Snuff. I don't, I don't want to.
1: <laughs> 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 it's beginning to <of> look like Christmas. <laughs> we are going to lose. Every last listener we've ever had It's possible festival. Let's actually get to what we wrote down We
0: just ran through
1: Penn State-Ohio State, Ohio State doing we That I think happened in like January Well did you see the article posted on Flow today? The transitive property match between Penn State and Iowa Yeah and the I like it The worst I love ever. it
0: I love it That was awful I, I love transitive property That was awful I read it in depth I read it like in depth and I'm like they make some good-ass points there. No, they do not. It was awful. <laughs> I love the transitive property. What was the worst one? I think the worst one was like... Uh, it was somebody pinned somebody quicker than the other person, so that way that person's going to win when there's no way it was going to happen.
1: Oh, I want to see what was it. Hold All on. right, well, hold on. Let's pause No, I, no I'm not going to pause All it. All right, anyway. I got to look this up. But one of them was so awful. They might have even taken it off their website. I don't even see it right now.
0: Man, you're hammering them.
1: I don't even see it anymore. Shout out to Oh, Willie, here it
0: is. Shout out to Willie Micklus who made his uh, Iowa State debut. Um, <laughs> no, seriously though, like I'm really happy for that dude that he's. Oh, to here it is. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Max Miron over Nick Lee. Yeah, like <laughs> no.
1: Oh, because Miron pinned a guy from Kent State and Nick Lee beat a guy eighteen to two. Well, Miron's a dude from PA. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, but either way, I'm gonna move on from this article.
0: Let
1: please do that let's talk Iowa though ben on all a right. serious note let's 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 talk Them about guys, Iowa huh? and um you know Iowa made their debut this weekend, and I'll tell you what at some point in time, I think it would be fun to really to really break down their lineup against the field because off the cuff right now, Iowa has a lineup that I think is a bit scary um that I think can do some damage i'm they're not going to overtake Penn state don't get me wrong um but I'm really liking their lineup. They had a lot of success this weekend, and they were out with two key starters, so let's talk about them. They downed kent state forty five yeah. nothing they downed cal State bakersfield thirty six to three now granted they were out michael kimmer they were you know without michael kimmer at one seventy four and also without Warner at one ninety seven
0: and Sam stole's knee
1: um and say oh that's right, you're right, Sam stole as well, so three three keys three key starters three
0: like all American type you know all American type guys, two of them have all American and one of them yeah, who, two you know? are all Americans, yeah, and, and one is a super freshman, yeah so yeah, their lineup is scarier than you know when I, when I look at their lineup I'm like, yeah you know I'm, I'm pretty impressed with it, but then when you actually break it down, I, I you know they've got a hell of a lineup, and you're right, we, we can at some point break down their lineup and really dive into it, but they've got a especially who you know for all intents and purposes might be one of the Top locks to win a title This year um, Austin DeSanto Who had a tight one with Tim Rooney I, You know I, I think that Austin DeSanto is excellent And he had a really Cool, he had really cool parts of last year Where he won some really awesome matches When he almost teched Stephen Um, But I think he is I don't, th- I, I think he's somewhere in between <laughs> You know that almost teching Stephen Michik And his barely Beaten Tim Rooney you know, which means that you know he could be. He was around a twelve guy last year, right? Yeah, right. I,
1: so I think that's a fair statement. Um, look, here's the thing with DeSanto, and this is strictly my opinion. DeSanto's own worst enemy is himself. All right, it's his mental um, lapses that causes him to do stupid stuff, much like he did at the national tournament. It was the National Tournament, right, when he attempted the, uh, the, Kimura, the Kimura on The Kimura against Mijic, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I really believe he's his own worst enemy. If he can harness his issues, or I'm sorry, if he can control his mental issues and take advantage of the Iowa coaching and the partners that he has with guys like Spencer Lee and Muren and Lugo and those guys, um, DeSanto can hang with anybody in the country at that weight class, minus probably Gross at this point and
0: Suriano. Well, I think that DeSanto came out of high school with that amazing story, the amazing story, that amazing title over Spencer Lee. We've got to remember he wasn't a monster recruit, okay. So, but 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 because the way things have fallen and the couple of matches last year that were just extremely impressive, we put him on this pedestal of. you know all American type National contender type guy He wasn't that Coming out of high school to be honest With you um, You know you, you indicate You talk about his mental uh, You talk about you know he needs to harness his, his ment, The mentality of um, you, you know to, that, that Iowa might be able to assist with You know I'm not sure how much of that is Is capable of being um, Reined in um, You know So I root for the guy. Uh, I I want the guy to do very well. But I think right now he is a bubble All-American contender at a weight class this deep. Um,
1: Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Look, 133 is a very deep weight class. All right. It's going to be a grinder, much like it always is. Um so, I think it's a fair statement to say he's a bubble All American guy. Um, it's it's an accurate statement considering I believe he lost in the round of 12 last year, which makes him. A lost the dude from
0: Rutgers. What's his name? All American guy. Who he should have beat. Dovecchio? Dovecchio. He was up. He got like stalled out on bottom.
1: Um, but I think when he's on, when his mind is right and he's on. He can beat almost anybody in that weight class. And the one thing that he has going for him that not a lot of guys do, I mean, that pace that he has is the great neutralizer at college wrestling. He just tired. doesn't get tired. It's almost like he's too stupid to get tired.
0: I'm literally more exhausted after I watch a match that he wrestles than he is.
1: Right. And I, I don't say that as an insult that he's too stupid to get tired. I'm just, it's like he doesn't even realize it. He's not even
0: <laughs> you know, acknowledging it or paying attention right, to it. Right. No, he, he's a great Iowan-style wrestler. Um, and you know what's cool about Iowa is that they, they've got a couple, a, a, at least at least one, if not two, battles similar to Penn State that we need to acknowledge Max Murin started this weekend, I believe, both matches um, But they have Vince Turk, who won a couple matches at the NCAA tournament last year at 141 That's also going to be competing for that spot I'm, I'm I'm a big, big Vince Turk proponent here That if uh, Max Murin starts over him, you know he better be a guy That could potentially All-American Because Vince Turk You know Had a pretty good season And also at 57 Caleb Young um, Dropping down from uh, 74 Yeah from 74 Was that what it was? Yeah Yeah So you know It'll be interesting He was a blue chip um, He's a PA guy Coming out of PA Couldn't crack the lineup Against Alex Mer- Against Alex Marinelli last year. I think he wrestled From 65 actually Last year While Ellie's knee Was hurting Right Um so he'll be solid, and then and then and then you just roll, and then and then you just roll for the most part. I mean, Iowa, I think seventy four might be their uh, weakest. Wait until camera gets back, but after that, <sighs> I'll tell you what, they're ready to roll. Yeah, when you uh,
1: and I, I think Cash Wilkie is probably a very underappreciated wrestler in men's D one college wrestling. In my opinion, I think he's. I think he's been a grinder. I think he's battled really hard. I know he lost in the round of 12, what, two years two ago? Two years in a row. Two um, years, in, two a years row. in a row. Um, I also think he might have been out of his weight class two years in a row. I mean, granted, you know, one year Sammy Brooks was at 184. The next year they thought they were going to have the infamous PD3 at 184. That didn't happen, so I don't think Wilkie certified down at eighty four. Right, which um, was a
0: big mistake. Huge, part. huge.
1: Um, and, and obviously this is speculation, but look, Wilkie's now at a – at a, probably a weight that's more natural. I think 184 is a weight that's cleared out a bit. Okay, you it got, has a little. You've bit, got absolutely. some it used stars. To a, it used to be heavy. It used
0: to be the. I mean, it used to be one of the best weights in the country.
1: 100. I mean, you still have Miles Martin. You know, you've got guys like Taylor Vins,
0: Rasheed,
1: Emory Parker, guys who are all Americans. But McReynolds
0: outs- ranked sixth, and he hasn't done. He hasn't done, anything, hasn't done on, anything on the NTA stage.
1: Absolutely. Outside of MyMar, any one of those guys after that could be beaten on any given day, in my opinion. Yeah, no. So, yeah. And so Cash Wilkie is a guy. Cash money, baby. Exactly. You know, he's, he's, in, that, he's in that contention for All American uh, status. And honestly, it, how high is it all dependent upon him. I mean, I think he's, he can shoot anywhere from
0: two through eight. Yeah, I would be surprised if he got up there with the Emory Parkers and the Venzas, to be honest with you. But but I could definitely see him being a uh, six to eight guy. Okay, you know, okay. Maybe, maybe even five through eight guys. So now, uh, I tell you though,
1: people need to temper their expectations with Pat Lugo. Ooh. I'm not impressed. I'm really not. Look,
0: well, he's too- never all American. Everybody thought that he was going to transfer to Iowa, and the room was all of a sudden going to take him from around a twelve type guy to a you know. I mean, the people on flow. Let's let's talk about it. The prognosticators on flow are talking about they could see him winning a title. Uh, all, you lost Ruffell Ralfing. Right?
1: Season's early, Ben. So it's hard to make you know definitive predictions right now. Well, that's what I'm going to do. What we know is this: a couple of years ago, he made the round of twelve for Edinburgh. Sure. The following year, he went zero and two in NCAA's. Did he,
0: he went, really go zero two the following year?
1: Pretty sure it was zero two. Damn. Blamed it on the coaching staff. Transferred to Iowa. Redshirted last year, and now we see him. You know, make his debut this weekend for Iowa, and he lost to Russell Rolfing, and who's honestly, an a, who's
0: a NCAA qualifier type guy?
1: It, look, he's not. He's not a scrub. I mean, look, NCAA guys. You know, Division One.
0: They're not scrubs in, in general, but what, Rolfing ain't a scrub. He's not a guy who's ever sniffed the podium, right? I mean, if you, if you, if you here's the thing, if, if if you're if you're talking about a national title contender, as some people have, not us. Then you don't lose to Russell Rolfing. Did you watch that match? I did. It was a fun match. I
1: watched it as well. Look, Lugo went out at the beginning of that match, was extremely aggressive, was controlling position, getting to his underhooks, kind of pushing Rolfing around the mat. I don't know if he wore himself out or what, but essentially, Rolfing's length was the difference in that match He scored three takedowns From distance low level singles Well they are all
0: low level And they all came out the back door 100% So, so and that And With the short guy like Lugo with short arms, if you can get in on a low-level shot and split the middle to where you can kind of get your legs through to where he doesn't have much of an opportunity to control those ankles, you're gonna be in the money. There. You're gonna win that battle. Yeah, you're gonna be in the money. There. Especially because a couple of different times, he almost scored even one more time. You hear their coaches, you hear the Rolfing's coaches in the corner saying, get your head up in, in the scramble. And as soon as he got his head up, Lugo, because of his short body style. Was at a severe disadvantage in those scrambles And that's what happened He won every scramble and I'll tell you what he, he, took, he took him to the woodshed on top For the most part with riding him tough He didn't turn him but he was able to ride him enough To score a point off that I no, believe No Lugo had riding time Oh you're right Lugo, Lugo did ride him time. I think Rolfing, Rolfing erased it or it was close to it No you're right he took him down at the end and it was 10, The nine. final score was You're ten right. to
1: nine. So look, going in. You're right. It was You're eight right. to
0: seven with under a minute left. And this is the part And Rolfing was down.
1: Rolfing was down. Rolfing was down to start the third. He got the escape. It's eight to seven going with under a minute left to Lugo's advantage. Right. Rolfing secures a takedown with three seconds left. That's the part that concerns me the most about Lugo. If you're a national title contender, and I agree, I get it. It's early in the season.
0: That was where you, they scrambled, and Rolfing somehow ended up on the back, and Lugo almost tried to like funk him, but he couldn't. It was a do low it. level
1: single, split the middle, right. just like the other two ones. You know, final I score was ten to nine. But Lugo gave up a takedown with three seconds left. Rolfing won that match because of that. That's something he's got to correct. He absolutely has to correct that. That's mental awareness on the mat, in my opinion.
0: Well, yeah, I, you know we've seen Lugo lose matches throughout his career, but I'm not sure we've seen him lose matches to a. Well, Russell Rolfe was ranked 18th in the country, um, you know, at the time. So let's let's let's. Let's understand that at least it wasn't like he lost to a scrub. Like I no. didn't put him on my. He's a tough competitor, but he's
1: never sniffed the podium. Look, he's never been a guy that we're like, yeah, Rolfing's in the shot. You know, he's one of the the All American contenders that were you know were pegging well, going to the is national tournament. Year. Maybe he is this year. I don't know. I
0: yeah. hope so. That would be awesome. But you make a. You he make was a pretty point. tan. He looked good. It's California. Like like good like in a. What are you talking about? Like a, like he looked, No, like wrestling-wise,
1: he looked he looked good. He wrestled really well. I mean, he wrestled a a really good match. Obviously, was the victor. In and that he
0: could match. have easily, you know, kind of broken in that match when Lugo was kind of up, but he came back at him. Cuz Lugo, think about it. You're this Iowa dude who's Iowa-styling the shit out of you. He is up on you and and all you did was kept on staying in the center as much as you could and got in on some shots. An impressive win for Roughley nonetheless. Absolutely. Um So anyway, I think a really good weekend for Iowa,
1: minus three key starters. Um, Lugo's got some stuff he's got to work out. I'm not looking too much into the DeSanto close match with Tim Rooney. Um, Agreed. I agree. I do think uh, I-, I do think that Iowa has a chance to contend with Ohio State for that number two spot.
0: Well, yeah, I think there's a couple of different teams that can contend with, for Ohio State with that number two spot. I think that Oklahoma State, with their eight returning All Americans, if they fit the lineup the right, they they can contend. Iowa absolutely can contend. After we just looked at that week, after we just looked at that that lineup, and I also think that I, I like a team like Michigan and some other teams like that. So, yeah. You want to talk Ohio State, or do we just want to fiddle-fart around? I know we were going to end up discussing a couple stock up, stock-down. I'd really like to do that at some point. Cause okay, we can end it with the stock-up,
1: stock-down. Let's talk Ohio State.
0: Yeah, let's do that.
1: Ohio State traveled up to Northern Ohio, Case Western, um, to compete at the Ohio Intercollegiate Open. Um, it's not the toughest
0: tournament by any means, um, competition-wise. the second toughest is the NCAA tournament, um, that and Ohio is- won 9-10 weights, so... We know that Ohio State is going to probably win the NCAA title run in a way.
1: I don't think you could have said anything more
0: ludicrous than what you just said. And that's it. As always, friends, don't wind up on your back. Did you ever see Billy Madison? I'm trying to end the podcast on that statement. And uh, we are all dumber Dumber. (laughs) for listening to what you just said. No, literally, that should be the meme that we tweet this out with (laughs) for us. (laughs) Hey, Zeb. I know that's not on, but that makes it even worse <laughs> I don't
1: even know what you're talking about Yeah, baby Alright, let's talk Ohio State Ohio State looked good this weekend at the uh, the Ohio Intercollegiate Open As you would expect them to do um, They had nine champs, they had 13 finalists We had Bucks versus Bucks and four out of the ten finals matches You know what they said? What did they say?
0: Nuck, if you buck Who said that? He's a rapper from like the 2000s Kevin Clonch would know
1: Nuck if you buck
0: I love Nuck if you buck Nuck if you buck
1: I'm gonna put that meme out again About us being dumb For listening to what you just said You're on a roll my man
0: what happens when we split a bottle of wine <laughs> You know we, we classy You mm-hmm. know we classy right You know we are baby Alright Ohio Intercollegiate Open so, What the right. hell are the Buckeyes doing at 125? All right, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, I think that's a great place to start. Listen, Heinzelman took third. Okay. Um, Bracken Mead, what was he, fifth maybe? I, I, I'm, I think it was yeah. like roughly no, I can fifth. that's okay. Can tell you. Um, I know Heinzelman beat Mead this time, again, five to two.
0: Heinzelman took third. Uh, Mead, yeah, he lost to Heinzelman in the uh, Concy semis. Five to two. Yep, five to two. And I think he took fifth yeah it took fifth yeah it took
1: fifth um you know heinzelman took a took a tough loss to the to cronin from from indiana um
0: well let's I, talk about that
1: i think you're going look heinzelman he's going to take losses this year and Cronin while he's not a world beater, he is a guy from california that had some, some success in high school he's a greco guy i think he took a, a gold medal at the junior i don't know right Pan i Am. think he's a
0: five, i think he's a four or five time fargo all american right but his best win in college is against Tommy Cox from North Carolina State. Got tech followed by Milhoff last year. Look, the bottom line is I'm
1: thinking his best win might be against Malik Heinzelman right
0: now. Well, it might be. <laughs> the bottom line is that the Calvary isn't coming for Ohio State at one twenty five no. like NATO did last year. Mm-hmm. So the Buckeyes are gonna have to have to make a determination of whether or not it's worthwhile to pull Malik Heinzelman's red shirt or let Bracken Mead wrestle. Who Bracken Mead lost to the the champ, who literally took third in the Perrysburg district last year at one thirteen. Right. That's Ohio.
1: No, I get it, man. That's that's Ohio high school state. So listen, let's let's keep it simple. The question is, at this point in time, is it worth pulling Heinzelman's red shirt? And I would say emphatically no. No, I mean absolutely. He, not. Lo- he
0: lo- Okay, so let, let, let's let's look at this a little bit. He lost to Cronin, who is a junior, who's never started for Indiana.
1: Been behind Elijah Oliver
0: the Elijah last Oliver. few years right. Elijah Oliver has had some Nice results and he's also had Some head scratching results has never done anything the NCAA tournament he's qualified And Malik Hoseman can't beat this guy's Backup I'm not Sure that Ohio State regardless Of who he starts getting somebody out of the Big Ten
1: Ben I agree with you we've talked about this ad nauseum I think the question The question every week Or every month for Ohio State is do we pull Heinzman's red shirt or not I mean that's it He's obviously the best 125 pounder on the roster right now Is it worth pulling his red shirt right
0: now It's absolutely not No no you don't pull him Not at all You don't pull him because, because honestly When I said the Calvary isn't coming I mean not only is it not coming this year It ain't coming Right now the Buckeyes don't have any They they got who they got They got um Decatur's Yeah they got Jacob And Jordan Well Jordan but he ain't at 25 I'm
1: just saying you never know
0: Right you know, so you know Jacob. I put on a similar trajectory path as Malik. Um, you you got a red shirt, Malik, and and it's not even just about getting bigger, because people were saying he weighs about one thirty five. You know, he got up to about one thirty five. Now, granted, these needs to get bigger, but the bottom line is he's not he's not he's not giving Ohio State a uh,
1: an all American contender. No. I could tell you're an attorney. Everything's the bottom line. <laughs> yeah. The bottom
0: line. Well, the bottom line is that. <laughs> no, no, I agree. He's not contending, so why agree pull with him?
1: So, right now, we're not going to pull him. I don't see it happening. I just don't see it happening. No, right And now. I
0: don't even think that the, there's anything he can do this year absent, you know, beating some people in some opens that are just like really good that would make me ever believe that you should pull a guy like this this year. He is the epitome of the guys that need a red shirt year.
1: I agree. I agree with you. Um, I think Pletcher went out there, Pletcher did what you expect him to do He won the title, he bonused in all of his matches You expect that from an All-American do like I, that In this type of tournament, do, yes Do we
0: expect, alright
1: I mean, this, ain't, this it, ain't Midlands, this ain't Reno right. It made
0: me breathe a deep sigh of relief That he actually went tech fall, tech fall, major fall uh, Right, because it's, you know he's tight with, But you expect that in this type of tournament Alright Well, let me talk, Let's talk about Pletcher for a minute Do you see a jump from him this year? Do you see it? Like, prognosticating Based off of two weeks? No, no, no do, just, Or am just I gener- expecting a jump? Generally, yeah So,
1: I'm expecting Pletcher to elevate his game this year The problem is, is he going to elevate it enough to pass Seth Gross, Nick Suriano, Stevan Meechik?
0: Dayton Fix Those types of guys
1: He hasn't wrestled Fix yet, but yes <sighs> Yeah, you're right uh, You've got three guys in front of him who placed one, two, and two at well, the national tournament
0: When do we see Myanmar's biggest jump? His junior year, right? Last year, he made a huge... He made a huge
1: jump last year. I would argue that he made a huge jump from first semester of his freshman season to second semester of his freshman season when he won the national title. He did. He, yes, you, he, he made a huge did. jump last year. But part of that could be attributed to the fact that his sophomore year, he went up a weight class to 184, right. where he his physically... His body wasn't probably there. wasn't... Ready to handle it like he was last yeah. year and this year.
0: I, I just think that some people forget the pleasure never redshirted. Right. So he's a junior this year. So he's an upperclassman. Right. But overshadowed. Right. But I think that you can make that jump between your sophomore and junior year. True. So really, you know, if he redshirted, he would be a, a redshirt sophomore. And everybody always says, "What's the jump they make from their freshman to sophomore year?" And they don't bring up the redshirt thing. Similar here. You know, I think I could see a, a big jump here. And if we see a big jump here, I'm not saying that he's gonna, he's gonna take over the Meachicks and the Grosses, but I think that he's gonna be to hang. Yeah, I think he's gonna be able to hang, and I think he's gonna be a guy that can maybe score a little more points this year, maybe a little more offensive.
1: No, I, I like it, Ben, and I and I don't disagree with you at all. Um, 141. I'll tell you what, I've, I I said this a long time ago when he announced he was coming to Ohio State, and I'm gonna say it again. Um, I thought Quinn Kenner was really impressive this weekend. His match results, the the scores were low. He won the title. But I think when it's all said and done, Quinn Kenner may end up being one of the better guys out of that recruiting class when it comes to results. I love it. Here's a kid that won the title this weekend, won a lot of close matches, which takes some mental fortitude. And on top of that, he already has something that a lot of guys don't at this level. He's fucking good on top.
0: Real good on top. Well, I mean, you know, here's a here's a guy that first first round match he draws the returning division I, or division two national champ, right? Two time AA beats him five to two. That's a controlling match.
1: That's a good win for him. Yeah,
0: and and, and people can say, oh, that's D two, but as a look, I know a number of division one wrestlers that have had success and have lost to D two guys. Okay, so let's talk about a dude who draws a D two champ in one of his first tournaments of his fresh or his true freshman year and beats him five to two. That shows me right there he's ready to go. Because if he would have lost, if we would have seen him take third, but his only loss was to the D2 champ, two time All American, we would have been like, okay, you know, he's got some work to do, but that guy's a stud. He goes out there and controls him.
1: You're 100%, Ben. 100%. you're, You're absolutely right. This is what I'll tell you right now Joey McKenna is an amazing wrestler, one of the best leaders that Ohio State has on their team. We're fortunate to have him. He's going to be gone next year, and I think we're going to be able to slide Kenner in. He may not have the immediate results that McKenna's going to have this year, but Kenner's going to be competing yeah. next year. He's going to be competing for All-American status, I believe, as a redshirt freshman.
0: He, he may. He may have the results that Joe McKenna has. Who knows? I mean, I'm that high on that guy. And what's great is also they've got uh, D'Amelio coming in around that weight class, too, who is just an absolute monster.
1: So underappreciated
0: monster. Yeah, I mean, I tell you what, Ohio State set at the the one forty one weight class. I like it for the next couple years. Forty nine,
1: no baby. Let's talk about this cause I know you and I, you know, we had some text exchange this weekend with a little difference of opinions about this. Did we?
0: I thought it was about something different.
1: Mm, no, I think it was this, man. I think it was this. So well, I, I didn't. You're pretty that. concerned. You got concerned about you know Micah Jordan, national title contender. I didn't get concerned about Micah. Did I have you mixed up with somebody else? I'm pretty sure the text... Read no, all I bucket. said was
0: I was impressed with Sasso. I was impressed with Sasso was able to keep it that close with the guy who was a title contender. I so. thought Sasso was impressive. You know, one of the things that was really impress-
1: impressive about Sasso this weekend was the fact his ability to score a lot of points, and he did that in in all of his matches, and then goes out against Michael Jordan, loses 9-7. to seven. Now, I will never put too much stock on... In a, a, a teammate versus teammate match Because they know each, each other. other
0: We were talking about the Luon Cleary thing The whole that, I think that's what we were talking about um, all, all I was saying was that I was impressed That Sasso was able to keep it close with Micah Jordan Who is a legitimate title contender Who's a two-time All-American You know, Sasso goes out there And he tech falls those first two opponents As a true freshman, that's great Especially because I think the tech falls Are kind of um, low scoring on the, on the loser end Which means that he's probably up there Working some uh, shit on top The fact that he can give Micah Jordan a two-time All-American Title contender A match as a true freshman Now I know, here's the thing What do we see mostly When we see those types of teammate matches We see low-scoring matches Regardless of the the difference Of abilities The Luan Pantaleo matches Regardless of the difference of abilities We normally see a low-scoring match These guys went out there and slang it And you know I think that Sasso, you know, you say that Quinn Kenner might be the top dog of this recruiting class. I'm not sure Sasso doesn't step in next year and is an immediate title contender.
1: I'm not saying Quinner's or Kinner's gonna be the top dog. I just think he could end up being could end up being one of the best out of that recruiting class. I think sure. he, he's very much overshadowed by Sammy Sasso, Gavin Hoffman, and those types. Okay? That's yeah. what I'm saying. No,
0: I get your point. I mean, granted he was a uh, yeah, I think he was the number one ranked guy in the country in his weight class at yeah, one thirty eight. Right. Yeah, no, so. I get it. Um, either way, what do you think about the Sasso Jordan wrestling match? I think it's great.
1: I I mean I I think it, it it's a it's a great. Testament to Micah Jordan he, he won the match against a very 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 tough teammate right there I think it's great for the Buckeyes future that Sammy Sasso's out there battling scoring a lot of points takes Micah Jordan to the you know to the wire in that match um, I love it I absolutely love it look Micah
0: that's Jordan. that's what you need
1: right that's absolutely what you need that's what yep. you want to see that's absolutely you you want to see that Micah Jordan look don't get mistaken here Micah Jordan's been known to give up a takedown or two, right? Sure. Okay. Sure. He's been known to give up a takedown or two. Um, Sasso's a top-notch recruit. I think, it, I think it's the result you expect, in my opinion.
0: Yep. In my humble opinion. You know, it's uh, – I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. But uh, I, I like the fact that – hell, I would have been pumped if Sasso beat Jordan because I would have been like, all right. I would was, not have been pumped. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think we know what Jordan is. As a as a senior, so I'm I'm not too concerned about him. You know, he's he's definitely gonna be contending for a title. Married, father of three. Oh, I'm sorry, that's Bo. That's Bo. <laughs> he is married, though. I think <laughs> he probably one on the way, if not two. Those things are gonna. <laughs> he's gonna have triplets, man. He's gonna have triplets, though. But I'll tell you what. Talk to me about Cleary. 157 is is that a contested weight? Is that a contested weight?
1: No. Okay. Well. I don't, I, I so don't let's think, talk about it. I don't think bit. it's. A, I don't think it's a contested weight. I, I, I really don't, Ben. I think it's great when you got a guy like Cleary who can back up Keyshawn Hayes. I do think Keyshawn Hayes is out of his weight class. I think that's the obvious. Okay. But, oh there's no doubt about that right You know you got Keyshawn Hayes Four seed NCAAs last year at 149 He's got great wins under his belt Lost in the round of 12 to Brandon Sorensen Who would have thought the two seed He would have to wrestle the two seed to All-American last year Especially Brandon Sorensen um, I, I think And we've discussed this before Keyshawn Hayes has just been a victim of circumstance His entire Collegiate career thus far But He's the better man at 157. He's proven it in the wrestle-offs. He proved it again this weekend, beating Cleary. Now, I am
0: impressed that Cleary went out and beat Luan. Let's talk about Cleary. Dude goes out and beats um, um, uh, world champ. Okay, that world champ, Luan. Luan, who's
1: who's got two wins over Pantaleo this year.
0: And he's also beaten this year Zach Carson, who is uh, um, a national qualifier for Eastern Michigan who's transferred to Ohio State. Or excuse me, Ohio So, right. he, he, so he, and you know, people can bat an eye at that and say whatever But we've got a backup who's beating national qualifiers And guys who are winning wrestle-offs against All-American I think that that's excellent That's the point right
1: there, Ben That's there a great point That's the great point right there Do I think it's a contested weight at this point in time? No, I don't I really don't I think Keyshawn Hayes is the better wrestler, and once he gets acclimated to the weight of 157 pounds, once he gets a little more size on himself, I think you're going to see results that are indicative of the fact that he's the better wrestler. But it's great for once that the Buckeyes are finally building depth. We've always Buckeyes have always had great starters, star power, but it's that depth that's that exactly we've lacked. right.
0: Yeah, you know, say say Hayes, God forbid, goes down with an injury. A guy like Cleary could step in and have a chance to be an NCAA qualifier. Maybe he doesn't get it right out of the Big Ten, but with with a um, a bid or whatever, you know, that's the type of guy that could could potentially be an NCAA qualifier, backing up Hayes. And I agree with you. You know, I asked I asked the question of is the weight class, um, you know, up for grabs? And and, and, I, and I said that knowing that my opinion, and your opinion would probably be the same. But I, I wanted to get some discussion. We spend way too much time together. The good news is Hayes was scoring some damn points. You know, against Navy, it was a tight match. You know, he had to win at the end. He actually went gotten a couple of tech falls. I'm most worried about the fact that Hayes's best position's on top, and he wasn't able to do anything against Navy. Here, he was able to actually go to work.:
1: And that's the great thing about it being a long season, Ben. Look, results now in November, early November, mean Jack shit come March. But that's what we love to okay? talk about. That's all we got to talk about right now. So I get it. It's great for for conversation. It's great to speculate, but at the end of the day, these guys are training for March. Okay, and Hayes is going to figure some things out. I'm not saying he's going to all American. I am saying he's got all the talent to all American. One fifty seven. He's, got a, oh, he's, got, he's a got a shot, but he's going to have to figure some things out. He's going to have to refine his game a little bit, and he's going to have to um, really figure out how to neutralize the size. Of some of these guys at 157. Because that's a disadvantage for him.
0: Man, Brandon, you are so right. You are the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> 165! Caleb Romero.
1: Versus Fritz Shrill. If you will. Look, man. I, I don't have a ton to say about 165 and Caleb Romero. I will say this. Look... I don't think Romero's results this weekend were were exciting by any means. Um, I will say that he got the job done, and people need to remember people. what, What it means is this: he went out, he won the title, which is what he should have done. But people need to understand. He never wrestled big tournaments in high school like we've already discussed. He only wrestled 12 matches in his redshirt year last year. He Stop won 11 reading my notes, one. Brandon. I'm not reading your notes. Shut up. Okay? So you need to keep that, keep that in mind. He's still getting acclimated to Division One competi- comp- competitive wrestling. Okay? And so you're going to see this from him. I don't think he's going to be the most exciting guy on the team right now. But as long as he continues to progress throughout the season, I think we're okay.
0: One. We spend way too much time together because that's what my notes say. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you just freaking read off my dictated notes. I didn't read anything off (laughs) your dick, whatever notes. Yeah, you read my dick. And I said that Caleb Romero is going to take some growing pains. I'm going to need my uh, reading glasses <laughs> to see your dick. <laughs> yeah, I know because it's too big and you have like farsightedness or whatever the fuck You don't know means. what
1: reading glasses are, do no, you? No, I have no clue. They magnify things.
0: Oh, well then, yeah, there you go. I'll get my wife a pair. <laughs> <laughs> she says she hasn't seen it in years. <laughs> I need some reading glasses. Can we just move on? Baby, are we I'm, hooking up tonight? I need some reading glasses. I'm pretty sure there there are young kids that listen to this podcast. Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> Penis and vagina. Um, no, I I, <laughs> I I think I think truth be told, one I'm not going to similar to what you said. I'm not going to take an eight to six match against Fritz Shield who actually is a uh, actually a pretty good Greco specialist. I'm not going to take that into account because we, you know wrestle suck. You wrestle a dude every freaking day, and, you know, I, you, you, that's not indicative. W- what? But the problem is he did have some close matches this year, and I'm not going to say I was never high on Romero because I, I was always excited to have him as, as a, as a uh, uh, um, a, you know, an Ohio State recruit, but I was hoping for a bigger jump. What you said was this is the first time. It's not necessarily true because last year he th- – this was the first time he hasn't trained – or he has trained exclusively for wrestling Last year was I didn't say that Okay well then I'm putting words in your mouth But okay so this was the first This isn't the first year or second year What I he's said trained was exclusively is this, for He
1: didn't wrestle in The Big time prestigious tournaments in high school And that he only wrestled 12 matches in his red shirt year Sure So he's still getting acclimated To competing at the D1 level
0: And I was just hoping for a bigger jump I I thought that, you know, all right, all right, he graduates from high school. He is an amazing three-sport athlete. Athletics all get out, and and we hear, oh, just wait until he starts, you know, focusing solely on wrestling. And I'm like, all right, let's wait. So, you know, I forgave some of his, um, you know, him getting tech fault against Dustin Plott, a high school guy. You know, I forgave those types of matches. Was hoping for a bigger result this year. was hoping for a bigger jump this year. Haven't quite seen it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I but, think that he's gonna man the weight admirably, but I'll tell you what, one sixty five in the Big Ten, Tayshan Campbell knows all about one sixty five in the Big Ten. It's a meat grinder. It, it is a meat grinder, and I'm not sure that Romero's gonna, as a freshman, have a ton of success. But like we talked about last week, you don't have to be a four time all American to have a good college career.
1: I completely Get the point you're making What's his record so far This year Is he undefeated
0: I think he's undefeated
1: He's undefeated Alright So Every time he stepped out On the mat To compete He's gotten his hand raised It may not be In the most impressive fashion It may not be What we want to see Out of him You know A lot of high scoring Explosive um, Dominating Dominate. matches Dominate's But the word, yeah. This is what I can tell you This is his second year Of college wrestling He's wrestled Roughly 16, 17 matches, and he's only lost one. Okay, yeah,
0: so right. you're bringing me back. You're bringing me back with this guy.
1: 165, man. You are right. It's especially in the Big Ten. It's as tough as any weight class comes, and he's gonna have his hand, his hands full with the likes of Alex Marinelli and Vincenzo Joseph and, and Isaiah White and Evan Wick and Logan Massa and all those guys. He's, he's gonna have his hands full. Oof. But you know what? Everybody in that weight class is going to have their hands full. What we need to do is just temper our expectations, and as long as he goes out there and gets the job done every week, we're good. I want to see him wrestling hard. I want to see him attacking. What I don't want to see is a guy like Tayshan Campbell was last year at that weight class who, come second semester, couldn't win a match to save his life, probably because it was the weight cut.
0: Yeah, weight cut. No, and I think the Romero's going to battle. And I, and I think he's probably an NCAA qualifier type guy this year He should qualify And that's great Absolutely But I mean don't, don't think that he's just going to start sneaking in the rankings You know He's going ha- he, to have to do something special To you know be a top 15 guy I agree with you, you know, I, I don't, I
1: don't disagree with you there
0: right. um, well, I'll I'm tell af- you what, This one, next
1: weight class 174 This is where I think it gets really intriguing for the Buckeyes Well I'm
0: afraid to ask you whether or not it's a, a weight class up for grabs Because last time I asked you, you You shot me down so quick But is it a weight class up for grabs?
1: Do I think it's contested? Yeah 100% (laughs) I think we are going to see this weight class play out all year long And I tell you Ben I watched some of Smith's matches And just looking at statistics I'm not so sure he's not going to be the man this year
0: Agreed Agree wholeheartedly And And the reason why I'm excited for Smith Our shiny new toy, right? Everybody loves the shiny new toy. Always. It's because he scores points and he's offensive. He is the exact opposite of what Tayshan Campbell is in terms of an offering at 174. He is constantly offensive. He Is you he know, offensive he, or offensive? He, he, well, he's both. He's both. <laughs> but, you know, offensive only. He put up eight points in the finals here. Now, uh, um, uh, for people that don't know... Um, Ethan Smith lost twice to Tatian Campbell in some tight matches at the wrestle-off.
1: Was it 2-0 or 2-1 in the wrestle-offs?
0: Well, they wrestled twice. They C- It was best out times. of three, so they only wrestled twice. Oh, 2-0, 2-0. Okay, Campbell, 2-0. Beat, Campbell beat him both times. I couldn't remember. But Ethan Smith gets his revenge, and he scores some points while he's doing it. He's a pretty offensive guy. Like I said, really good attacks for a 174-pound wrestler. Um, he was a... Uh, Like I said, I think he was ranked the top fifty in the recruiting class. So it's not, you know, out of the realm of possibility to think that even though he just beats Tayshan in a the Ohio Intercollegiate Open, that he's going to get the starting job. But I think that that's still a contested weight class.
1: I'm not sure. I'm not
0: sure the Buckeyes are super thrilled with Tayshan Campbell. To be honest with you. Um.
1: I'm not going to pretend to be in the coach's head. What I will do is tell you as a fan and as a, as a follower of the sport and as a fan of the Ohio State Buckeyes, Tayshawn Campbell to this point minus his one big-time win over Anthony Valencia last year uh, has not been what I expected him to be.
0: I mean, he okay? went 2-2 and at the NCAA tournament last year. Um, that's what he did the year before. Similar to when we talk about it, we thought that Tayshawn might make a jump. Absolutely. When, when he, when he gets, exactly. You know, and so we, he didn't, and he went two and two at the NCAA tournament last year, the, the same as he did as uh, for Pitt as a sophomore when he, when he transferred from the University of Pittsburgh.
1: Go let ahead. me let me play devil's advocate here, though.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'd I love it because if you're going to tell me, take Campbell is going to be the next All American of that weight class, uh, that's I'm not listening. that's
1: not what I'm going to say. But what I'll say is this: Look, y- you make a good point there. He went two and two at the national tournament last year after having a horrendous. Second semester of the season. Okay. Terrible. I mean, terrible. Big, tennis. Terrible. Now, big Ten is was, terrible. Big Ten, that was a meat grinder. He goes out, he wrestles Navy, he wins, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely yeah. wins. He goes had out. had to come
0: from come behind a little bit to do it, though. He goes out into this tournament,
1: and just like Ethan Smith, Tayshan Campbell scored, some points. scored a, some points. He had some bonus point victories, I think two out of three matches or whatever. And then again, you're looking at a finals match against a teammate. And we've talked there about this. We've talked about this. Those matches are different. Now, I think it's too early in the season and too limited of results to say Tayshan Campbell has not made that jump at a weight class that is conducive to what he should be wrestling at. Last year, Good he point. should not have been at 165.
0: So that was his only okay? option. Okay. Right? It was his only
1: option. So maybe this year. Minus this match against Ethan Smith, all right, at one seventy four. Let's see what he's got. The the interesting thing is going to be. I'm not sure the Buckeyes are going to be in too many more tournaments where they can enter multiple guys at the same weight class.
0: Not need, not needed. You give them both in the Big Ten.
1: Who's going Reno?
0: You mean Cliff Keen? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... It's
1: in Reno, right? Or is it in Vegas? It's in Vegas. It's, I'm sorry. It's, it's all in Vegas. Good. Yeah, CKLB. No. I'm sorry. The I said
0: because I think that Reno does have a tournament. Yeah, they do. Um,
1: remember Penn State missed it because they're— Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't even bring that up. <laughs> they're playing at ice. Um, it. Can't,
0: I can't remember. Can you invi- Can you enter multiple people in Reno? Or excuse me. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got me going. No. Um I don't know yet.
1: I don't think it's an open. Well, they got it's it's an invitational. It's not an open.
0: So they got two duels. They got two duels coming up at Arizona State and uh, uh, one of— the Who's he's going Zahid? Well, Zahid's at— 74 uh, 8, 8, 8, 8, 84 No, oh, no he's, at 7.4. he's 74 seventy yeah. four. Ben <laughs> They're gonna say Ethan Smith If you go win this match You get Cliff Keen baby <laughs> <laughs> Ethan go, We're gonna give Taysha and Cal Baptist I totally see like
1: Like honestly I totally see like Thursday night both <laughs> Smith <laughs> and Tashian Came up walking To the coach's office I don't feel good
0: Yeah Yeah <laughs> They're gonna say well, let no. let Shan go, let Smith go. But they gotta have to wrestle Cal Baptist. <laughs> so Tom Ryan's gonna be like, Shan gets Baptist. Ethan, he's a senior. Um, we're gonna we're gonna run you out against Zahid. But if you win this match, you're gonna start for the rest of the year.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I honestly think it's more like this. Like Tom Ryan goes, listen, Shan, what's one Valencia to another We've seen oh, what you can do right. Against Anthony <laughs> Just go out And get the two on roll Two on one Easton Tilt That's all you gotta do To right, BC right.
0: <laughs> No that is gonna Kind of screwy That is gonna be screwy For who actually Goes to Cliff Keen. Exactly Because you can't They're both I guarantee I shouldn't guarantee anything They actually might not Take both They might only take one Out there Out west yeah. No they're gonna take
1: both You, you take both In situations like Well then like Shan's these.
0: gonna get One match and Smith's Gonna get the other And then whoever uh, Who knows
1: As much as we can bullshit And joke around Um Neither one of them's beaten Zahida It doesn't matter who you Oh god It doesn't matter And and, and both of them And both of them Should beat Cal Baptist Okay Right So I don't think uh, Whatever happens this weekend Is not indicative Of who has that starting spot The rest of the year I do think Ben uh, Going back to the original point This is going to be a weight class That's contested all year long
0: We're not going to know For a long time And we're not going to know Based on who they even Send to Cliff Keene We're not going to know And and I think that Shan's going to get A little bit of rope I think so too I think he's going to get A little bit of rope And rightfully so Dudes won four matches at the NCAA tournament in two years.
1: Now, so. the only caveat is: Do they go? Hey, I get it. Shan won the wrestle off, but Smith won the last match in a tournament competitive setting. Yeah, I that's think the it, only that's the only thing I can say. All, all I know is this: is we're going to find out over the next couple of weeks. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'd say probably over the next two months. That, that sounds like a long ways away, but maybe a month and a half. We'll we'll see them both probably, and and I think that. Um, if I if I'm a choosing man, I'm going with the commodity, and I'm probably taking Tayshan to be the starter at the end of the year. Um, you know, we got a guy who's like I said, one he's four and six at the NTA tournament in three years. That's that, that's not anything to slouch at. That he's he's won four matches at the NCAA tournament, and we got Ethan Smith, a redshirt freshman, who you know hasn't really uh, you know he has, it's not like he's shown out. It's not like during his redshirt year he had wins over top twenty opponents.
1: No, but, okay, for the sake of you and I of always having the same opinion and and comment on things, I'll I'll play the devil's advocate again. Um, You talk about a proven commodity. What Tayshian has proved to us is that he couldn't win a match in the second semester until the national tournament. I get you. Okay. I get you. Maybe it was weight class, maybe it wasn't. We have a guy like Ethan Smith who's going out there battling, scoring a lot of points, just won the last match against Campbell. So... uh, I think it's going to be fun for Buckeye fans to follow all year long. It's Cleary it's Hayes. Gonna be, it's going to be – I don't think it's Cleary Hayes. I don't.
0: Okay. Well, well, what I meant by that is, hey, it's awesome to have backups that it's, are NCAA yeah, qualifier. Absolutely. That's what I meant. Yeah. It's, it's awesome it's to have backups f- that are NCAA qual,
1: qualifier, qualifier level. You're right. It's going to be great for the fans to follow. It's going to be a tough decision for the coaches to make because ultimately you've got a guy who's a senior and a guy who's a redshirt freshman. So whatever choice you make – could end one guy's career, and it could off you know start the other could guys another. It could propel another, or you could make the decision that says we're going with the grizzled veteran, and maybe Tayshan has that fairy tale ending where he gets on the podium. Who the who knows? Now, one eighty four, Gavin Hoffman. Gavin Hoffman.
0: Um, I'm excited to see him in a Buckeye singlet, dude. It won't be till next year. Bottom ever.
1: line is this: one eighty four is Mar's spot. That, that's a given Obviously Hoffman's wrestling 184 at this open tournament He would wrestle there anyway is out there prepping for the U23 Worlds But I will say this about Gavin Hoffman He's going to be really 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 good And I'm not sure Many people from Ohio Speaking about casual fans Understand how good this guy is going to be
0: Oh he's, he was like an excellent I think he was like a number one ranked recruit In his weight class coming out of high school from PA in a year where there was a lot of big time
1: recruits coming out of high school in general I don't think people truly understand or appreciate just yet what we have in Gavin Hoffman but I think he's going to be special
0: well, well yeah I mean I think the last time they beat Michael Beard last time they wrestled so and that was that's uh, one of Penn State's big prolific recruits so uh we're happy to have him thank you for crossing over that uh Pennsylvania Ohio line and uh We look forward to seeing you kick ass this year and uh, taking over whatever weight class you want next year.
1: Let's talk 285.
0: God, I feel good right now. God, I feel feel good right now. I feel
1: much better now than I did two
0: weeks ago. Big deep breath, baby. I mean, I'm not talking podium yet. No, I mean, I'm not talking podium, but holy shit, I thought we were going to be thinking barely, barely qualifying for the NCAA tournament. I think we still are. No, 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 <laughs> just, no, 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 no. no. I don't think so, Tim. I think Singletary
1: had a great day. Great day. Great day. Um, th- this is another guy. Look, heavyweight. He scored a ton of points. That's Love what I'm that. talking about. He proved that he could hang with bigger guys, like guys who are
0: big at 285. Like Cameron Teacher. Cameron Teacher. D2 runner up. Big old heavyweight.
1: Huge. And he had an amazing win. Over the shiny new toy, right at two eighty five. Mason Paris, Mason Paris right. from Michigan.
0: And you know what's funny? It was, I, a, it was a dominating win, fifteen to nine. But I'm actually more impressed with the uh, him beating Cameron Teacher, who's from Notre Dame College, who's a D two
1: school, which is Central a,
0: Crossing, yeah. Ohio yeah. High School. Dominant kid, dominant. Yeah, I mean he's a D one. He's a D one level wrestler. Two time D two runner up um, from a really good wrestling school, in Notre Dame College. B- Every bit of heavyweight Absolutely And Mason Pair, Or excuse me Chase Singletary Goes out and beats him Sudden victory
1: Yep Sudden victory But even better To me that's Look when you go out And you You're scoring 15-20 points A match Leading up to the finals Including a big win Over Mason Perry Who just had that big win Over Matt Stenzel From Central Michigan Ranked guy Stenzel guy Pending You did Pending him okay. in like 15 seconds Alright And then you make the finals of your first collegiate tournament as a starter, He's we'll, quasi starter. We'll say quasi yeah. starter. Starter. Um,
0: I mean, for all intents and purposes, he they running him
1: out. He didn't start the duel against Navy, right? But so they're running him out. I, I yeah. hear you. I hear you. Um, and then you make the finals against a very good, big heavyweight and Cameron Teacher, like you said, D two runner up. All right, the guy's legit times two. Okay, guy's legit, and you're able to not only get the win, but get the win and sudden victory, which to me it goes back whenever you can get the win in sudden victory, that's mental fortitude in my opinion. Right. And that's what you need at that level.
0: Yeah, you're you're right. I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not helping him, you know, you know, wax his metal yet. But <laughs> 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 what does that mean? I don't
1: even what does that mean? Where am I going? What's here? he waxing? What are you helping him wax, back?
0: No. <laughs> I don't know. And, and funny thing is I didn't even mean that as a joke. Which is the funniest part <laughs> about it. No. Um Heavyweight's down this year And I feel a lot Because Everybody's like Free Mason Paris Let Mason Paris wrestle this year they Please will. Mason Paris They is will. Gonna, Mason Paris is gonna be the All-American Maybe title Not title contender But all-American type guy Well you know We got a dude named Chase Singletary To just beat him 15-9 You know He's Okay Deep breath He lost That's the thing We were all upset Because he lost to Trob and off Again What do you say
1: Teammate versus teammate Boom
0: and he beats guys that Trob didn't beat, and he ends up finishing. Hiring him, we all knew that single Singletary, excuse me, Singletary was going to be the starter this year. He's the money man. Yeah, he's got all the, you know, he's the one getting the scholarships. Awesome to Trob. Traub's – hey, again, a backup that wins Division One matches—that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool that we have a backup that wins Division One matches. But uh, Chase Singletary is going to be your starter, and I think all Buckeyes should be breathing a deep sigh of relief because. He's at least a qualifier He's at least a qualifier I think he'll
1: qualify absolutely I think he'll qualify And I think going forward after this tournament right here He is the starter um, Confidence Barring, barring maybe some, some confidence? unforeseen circumstance comp- You talking about my
0: confidence in? No him? no no maybe he's got some confidence in himself
1: I think guys at that level They always have confidence in themselves But you're right Ben this is a tournament where he's like Look I went out I beat Mason Paris. I beat Cameron Teacher, who beat Gary Traub. I've proved I can compete at this level. I'm ready to rep now. Right.
0: I think that's right. I like it. I think that's right. All right, so
1: there's our our Buckeye roundup. Always got to do that, right? Yeah, baby. All right, let's go ahead and transition to the next thing. All right, you shot me a text the other day talking about let's pick a couple of stock up. Stock down after the first two weeks of the season Yeah baby, I thought it would be fun, right? No, it is fun I, I, I think it's a great idea I love talking about this kind of stuff So I'm going to go ahead and let you kick it off You want to go positivity Or do you want to go negativity?
0: Let's go one positive, then one negative One positive, then one negative Because we, we have both have a couple stock ups, stock downs
1: That's confusing okay. Let's go stock down first
0: Oh, stock down let Let's go
1: stock down first Alright, All right,
0: don't buy this stock
1: do not buy the stock. Give me your first one, and I, I, I gotta feel. I know, you know I know Chad who Red. you going. Oh, you're going you going know Chad? It's Chad, Chad Red. You gotta go, Chad Red. Chad Red,
0: one hundred one forty, one hundred and forty one pound, um, NCAA seventh place all, finisher, All American last year, um, for Nebraska. Starting out a little tough this year. He's he's lost uh, two matches. Lost one to Michael Finley from. Uh, Utah Valley University And then one, from, one is Sam Crevas Who's actually a pretty solid wrestler from UVA Look, bottom line is Chad Red had a really interesting season last year Started the season kind of up and down Up and down, up and down Hey, we're seeing that again this year Seemed to put it all together Lost first round at the NCAA tournament last year Came all the way back to take 7th place You know, I don't know how much to read into Chad Red's losses this year but here's what I'm concerned about. He lost he also beat Nick Widman from Drexel 2 to 1. Widman's got a career record of 4 and 16. I don't know if Chad Red's firing on all cylinders right now. Again, like I said, Crevis 2 and 2 at the NCAA tournament last year real solid. We got a turning all American. You thought he might be able to jump some levels from his freshman to sophomore year. Not looking like it right now. Stock down Chad Red. I
1: think Chad Red is an obvious choice for this this week, and everything you said is spot on. Um, I will say that you know his his match against Matt Finley was a rematch. I think they faced each other in Akron a year or two ago when Finley was awarded four points when Chad Red was basically tossed on his head and knocked out. So this was kind of a rematch. Uh, Chad Red looking for some revenge. And it didn't happen. The thing that concerns hey, me the we most. We
0: award Chad Red no points, and may God have mercy on his soul. Yes, we're going Billy Madison.
1: We're going now. Billy Madison. I like that. Um, even in his win over Nicholas Widman of Drexel, he won two to one. He didn't score a single takedown that match. Okay, so that's concerning to me. He had a hard time getting his offense going this weekend. Um, I'm not sure if it's weight I'm not sure if it's beginning of the
0: season I didn't think about
1: weight But like you said though Ben It's It's he had this type of season last year where all regular season from the get-go, he had a lot of head-scratching losses. Like, wait a minute, this is Chad Red, top recruit in the country with, you know... Beat an, Nick a,
0: Lee to win a state title.
1: An amazing resume, and then here he is taking all these losses along the way. But ultimately, he put it together and became an All-American. So, I agree with you, he's a definite candidate for stock down.
0: Well, I'm selling the stock on him right now. Doesn't oh. Mean when oh, I'm it, not oh, buying I'm,
1: it I'm not buying it, bro Yeah, but
0: when it's real low, I might buy it I'm not because, buying it because, because let's be honest Chad
1: Red's caught up in those Trump trade wars, man oh. I ain't buying it I oh. ain't buying
0: it I ain't, But, but I'll tell you what, though I, I do think that Chad Red's, you know Got the pedigree to make, make some noise But hey, let's be honest Dude, stock down Who you got on the first stock down, my friend? Alright, stock down Listen
1: He's never been on the podium That's okay, though He comes in ranked ninth. By most prognosticators, John Van Brill from Rutgers. Oh. All right. Goes 0-2 this weekend. And it was an ugly 0-2. He loses to Angel Nahar from App State 5-1. He loses to Grant Lamott from Utah Valley 9-6. to John Van Brill ranked ninth in the country, is a guy that Rutgers needs. To be competitive in the Big Ten, he did not show it this weekend. That's my stock down. That's my first stock down for the weekend, man. I, I got to do it.
0: I agree with you. The losses actually shocked me. This is the guy that made it to the quarterfinals of the NCAA tournament last year. Right. And then, yeah, and then I think and then lost to uh, Mike Jordan in the, in the quarters and ended up falling one match short of All-American status in the round of 12. Nobody thought that those losses were coming this year. Everybody talked about how Rutgers was a team. Um, on the rise continuing to be on the rise And they had guys like Van Brill that were going to push through To all American status that's what that's what Everybody was hearing is that Rutgers Is the truth and that the guys like Van Brill were going to take the next step I tell you what I didn't see that this weekend With Van Brill totally agree With your stock down my friend
1: Alright Broski who's your second Stock down
0: my second stock Down is to none other than 2018 NCAA Fifth place Medalist, semifinalist, Alex Pantaleo. Oh
1: that's Alex below Pantaleo. the belt, my brother. I, hey, my I belt. tell you
0: what. I tell you what, I'm selling stock all the way to freaking I don't know where. Lost two times to two freshmen. Teammate Will Luan. Now we all know Luan's story. Cadet national champion. Excellent recruit. One of the top recruits, however, just recently lost to back up Elijah Cleary from the Ohio State Buckeyes. That said, Alex Pantaleo is gonna be fine. He's gonna freaking you know the wrestler offs with the teams, like you said, matches are gonna be close. But you're not expecting a I think it's senior to lose to a true freshman twice a senior. Yeah, to lose to a true freshman twice to even have to battle for his own spot. You know, there's some rumors out there That he might be dropping to 149 I don't know, we'll believe it when we see it But I don't know how you hold on to that stock When he loses the Will One Twice Well, let me tell you something, bruh they always say in the game of stocks,
1: you always buy low and sell high. And I will buy that stock from you at a low price because I expect <laughs> Pantaleo to be on that podium in March. My oh friend.
0: yeah, he's he's a title contender. Uh, no, excuse me, yeah, he's no a finalist. He's a finalist contender. Excuse, um, me. excuse me, excuse me to all you Penn State fans. I apologize about that. I know Jason's still around. Who do you got for your second stock down, my friend?
1: This pains me to say, but it's a legitimate fact, and it's something that um, we. Really need to concern ourselves with. My stock down is Division One wrestling in the state of Ohio, minus Ohio State. Oh, okay,
0: God. okay.
1: You've got Ohio University. You've got Kent State. You've got Cleveland State. Campbell defeated Ohio University this weekend, nineteen to thirteen. Kent State went zero and four. They lost to Bakersfield, sixteen to seventeen. They lost to Wisconsin, thirteen to thirty-seven. They got shut out by Iowa, zero to forty-five. They got beat by Penn State, three to fifty-two. On top of that, Cleveland State goes one and three. They got smacked by Buffalo, six to thirty-four. They got beat by Bucknell, ten to twenty-five. They were very fortunate to get a win against VMI. Thirty-five to eight. My stock down is Division One wrestling in the state of Ohio minus Ohio State. It is not looking good, my
0: friend. You know what I'm most concerned about? Ashland beat Kent State in a duel. Division Two. Ashland very solid Division Two program, but they beat Kent State. You know you got to start at some point. And I, I, you know what? I wasn't. I didn't know you were going to say that, but I completely agree. You got to look at the top. Now I know Cleveland State just got a new coach, so you know give. Uh, Mr. Moore here. A little bit of time, but Andressy and Greenley, what are you guys doing with the second best freaking high school state in the country right now? Not being able to recruit those guys—that is a disgrace. That is a disgrace that your teams are this bad when you're in or excuse me, when you're in Ohio. Look at some of the Pennsylvania teams, Lock Haven. Look at some of the Pennsylvania teams: Edinburgh,
1: Clarion, the Clarion. I don't think Edinburgh is a great example right now, but Clarion, but at least no, but Lock they Haven, were. Lehigh, all those outside of Penn State, yeah, they're, they're they're very competitive. Look what I get it. Kent State, they battled some very tough D one teams this weekend. Iowa, Penn State, two of the top states to in the in, in the country, um, Wisconsin. Beat the pants off of them You know they lost to a Cal State Bakersfield I would expect a Kent State team To typically beat a Cal State Bakersfield team That's my opinion right there um, Cleveland okay. State I, I just uh, Give them a little bit of time I'm going to give them time But you know what Ben What have we seen What have we seen the past 10 years Different coach same results
0: Well that's administration too right That's, a, that's administration And so shame on the administration But for Cleveland State but but there's no excuse for Andresi and Greeley to not succeed in the state of Ohio I hear you, man All right, we're running long,
1: so let's get to our stock-ups I'm going to let you go first, my man
0: Stock-up number one The one, the only, Dublin Kaufman from Ohio Rep, wrestling for Oklahoma University Dominic Demas The Inside, Inside Trip of the, the Week Woo! I swear to God, that wasn't planned. How many of that those did he hit that was not planned? That was not planned. My boy, Dom Demas. It's my stock up. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. Just destroying ranked. Limits. Limits from
0: Purdue. How many trips did he hit? He hit two trips. Two trips. And a headlock.
1: <laughs> and that I'm he- getting excited. a headlock. Trip. I'm getting so I'll tell you what.
0: The coolest thing about Dominic Demas. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. Everybody knows he's a Greco specialist, but he's also got some freestyle experience. Dude is... Extremely legitimate People were wondering If he was going to be Capable Capable Of making some noise On the division one level At 141 pounds Not only does he destroy Nate Lemix With two inside trips And I tell you what Let me talk to you about Those inside trips He almost sets them up From ducks So he hits that we duck We saw that in high school yeah. We saw it yeah. in high school He hits the duck And then people try to Wrap that arm over Because they're, they get ducked on Oh and man it just, it, All they do is Gives him gives the underhook For it's that like, inside trip It's honestly like bro You're going to your back Yeah he, 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 So he tries to go duck and then he catches the head and freaking outside trip. It was an outside trip headlock, judo. Right? Isn't Demas's, uh dad a big judo guy? It, Dom Demas's dad
1: was a huge judo guy. Dem- Dom Demus's brother, Josh Demas, former Ohio State wrestler, was a big judo guy. Remember when he was they know all American? How to throw? When he had Brian Murphy's leg from Michigan. I, gonna, Brian Murphy from Michigan's leg in the air for like seven, seven six, minutes. six minutes and fifty eight seconds of a match. He couldn't take <laughs> he couldn't him
0: down. All American. God damn it! All <laughs> oh, American. Take him down. Take him down to All-American the out it. of 12. I can't deal with it. You had his leg like 13 feet in the air. Take him down. So Brian Murphy is like 15 feet tall. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll tell you what. John Demas is going to All-American. I don't know when, but he's going to. Hey, wins over Nate Lemix, Kyle Shoup, and Sam Turner. He's got wins over three national qualifiers this year already. Dude is ready to go. He's only lost this year. He's 6-1. and one. All right, he might be 8-1. It's the Ben Freeman from Michigan who's— like, tough kid Yeah real tough kid I think a top 40 recruit
1: Fargo champ If yeah. I'm not mistaken
0: So so let's not get it twisted Dom Dima's about to roll So Hey Buy Dom Dima's stock Because the dude is inside trip Of the week Whoop Alright My stock up So
1: I gotta go with team Ben I gotta go a team on this you going I'm team I'm gonna huh? go team again Um I'm going to go Utah Valley University. Oh, I, okay. I love it. I love it. I got to go Utah Valley. Pumped. Look. Utah Valley, uh, and under the radar, Division One program out west. I think it's in Utah, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> you know, they had a great weekend this week.
0: What did Dan Ranzik say? <laughs>
1: The Mormons were on a mission. The Mormons <laughs> were, on a, a Mormons mission, were on a
0: mission. That was probably one of the greatest jokes I've ever seen. That was pretty. <laughs> that was awesome. Freaking funny.
1: Um, they go out. <laughs> they crush Niagara Community College. You know, as you would expect. They then go on to defeat Rutgers soundly, twenty-four to fourteen. A big part of that, as we spoke about earlier in our stock down was Grant Lamont beating John Van Brill nine to six. Great win for them. Is that Lamont's brother? It's Taylor Lamont's brother. And I heard Taylor's not wrestling this year. Let me finish, my homie. Um, Okay. You know, again, as Ben just said, they're doing this without arguably, not even arguably, they're doing this without their best wrestler, Taylor Lamont, um, a big time Greco guy who I think lost in the round of 12 last year to... Sebastian Rivera If I'm not that's mistaken right. But that's some um, hell of a win Last year Oh It, it was amazing Be In fact exact. You do understand At 125 He had the number one RPI In the country Did he really He did Yeah It so, was legit They're doing this Without Taylor Lamont Their best wrestler Who is out for the season Injured um, They beat Niagara Community College They defeat Rutgers Then they go out And they narrowly Wait they beat Rutgers 24 to 14
0: They beat Rutgers No big deal They just beat a big 10 team
1: Exactly Um you know, then they go out and they narrowly lose to Nebraska 19-15. to 15. This is Nebraska with multiple All-Americans returning. And ultimately, it came down to a swing match at 197 pounds featuring two great guys, Eric Schultz from Nebraska – Tanner Orendorf from Utah Valley Schultz got the win 6-5 to five. You flip that result right there And Utah Valley goes 3-0 and all, three on the day With two wins over Big Ten teams So they're my stock up for the weekend bro I don't know how they couldn't
0: be I, I don't know how they couldn't be You know I didn't get to watch them But I mean just looking at the results I tell you what That is the type of program that we need In kind of like the western uh, area to, to keep coming Because I tell you what <laughs> they just beat two big ten te- or they beat a big ten team and, and came close to beating another one. So w- without any sort of name guys, you know. Just Exactly. You know- I
1: mean the best guy on their team right now is a guy named Tanner Orndorff, right? Who's ranked, you know, top fifteen in the country at a very weak one ninety-seven and had he a won that match against Eric Schultz against Nebraska this weekend, who is a redshirt freshman ranked, you know, top eighteen, top nineteen, top twenty type guy, you know, he loses six to five. Had he win that match, they go three on the three and zero on the weekend with two wins over Big Ten opponents. That's a great showing for a team
0: like Utah Valley. Great stock up, my friend. Give me your next. one. I got one more stock up. Give it and, to. And me. It's a little bit of a homer pick, but it's also a little bit of a pick to kind of shed light on, you know, some different teams. It's Mario Gillian. Gillian. One, Gian, Gian, the 133 pounder from Ohio. Okay, he's undefeated on the year. Um, last year he was only 10 and six at 141. He's at 133 this year. You know, Cam Kelly was start at 141 last year. Right now he's all, all he's done besides being undefeated is he's got wins over Anthony Tutilo, who's a national qualifier, and Noah Gonser, uh the transfer from Eastern Michigan to Campbell, who's a national qualifier. I think he's at the right weight this year, and I tell you what, I think he's going to make some noise at the MAC. He, you know, we watched him wrestle a little bit in high school. He's a stud. He, you know, Iron Man type, player type guy. I think that at his right weight right now, I think he's. I think he's gonna be at least an NCAA qualifier. Not win a couple matches at the NCAA tournament. I love it. I like it. I mean, I love Ohio homegrown
1: guys. I remember um, watching Gian wrestle in the Iron Man finals against the dude from uh, Pennsylvania, Reynoldsburg, Pennsylvania. I can't remember his name. It was probably one of the greatest scrambling matches I've ever seen. I love it, Ben. Um, we're getting long, so I'm going to go ahead and just throw out my second top uh, stock up. Yeah, it is another n- another team. Okay, um, I got to go Buffalo, man. Ooh, Look, I love Buffalo, it. I love it. Two weeks into the season, Stutzman again. Coach Stutzman, probably one of the most underappreciated coaches in the game. They went. They, they they lose their opening duel against Wisconsin, but they battled hard. Then they go out. They go three and zero at the Bucknell duels. They beat Bucknell. Um, Gosh, they beat Bucknell like it was twenty-five to twelve. They beat VMI thirty-five to four, and then they just crushed Cleveland State thirty-four to six
0: as well. I think what Buffalo's showing is that that is that they're not bottom barrel. You're trying what? to say, look, we're not the top of the, you know, we're not the top end guys. Remember, they battled Wisconsin. They did exactly. Yeah, you, uh, they lost. There was a couple was matches
1: twelve, but they battled them. There was tough. a couple
0: matches that could have been flipped. Agreed. That would have made it, have made it close. You know, Stutzman, actually took me on my recruiting trip to Bloomsburg. Did he really? Yeah, he was the Bloomsburg guy, and he drove me around in the golf cart. Funniest dude ever, man. He is. I can tell. What? I, look, what do you know? Your name? What do you remember you? Uh, maybe. Could we get him on? We should get him on. I, I could probably get him on. He is the type of guy that is he he's good at drawing people in because he's just so friendly and so he's got a great personality. But at the same time, he'll make it work. He's the one that made remember when Bloomsburg actually had some success. You know what he's doing? Yeah.
1: You know what he's doing, like more than anything? He's doing what the Buffalo Bills can't do. He's winning some winning some matches. He's winning. He's
0: winning. I'm not sure the Buffalo Bills can do anything right now. But that's anyways, my, that's it, that's my stock up my I, stock I love that Buffalo There you got um,
1: Man, we ran long today But look, it's second week in the NCAA Division One season Just wrestling all around is in full gear right now We're so pumped, so excited Ben, you got anything else to say, my man?
0: That's it, baby
1: Alright, that's all we got for you guys today We apologize for the almost two hour podcast Hope you enjoyed some of it Shoot us some emails Give us a rate and a review Give us some feedback That's all we got As always, don't wind up on your back, bro